I want understanding. As your word will come today, give me a response. Let's begin to pray. Father, we bless your name. We thank you. We magnify your name because you are the God of prophets. We exalt you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Because you said before, O God, that we called, you have answered. You said, why yet we are still speaking, you've heard us. My Lord and King, this morning we have come before your throne of grace. Lord, we pray that you will give us a mindset that wants to gain understanding in the name of Jesus. We bury every form of distraction, Lord, this morning. Anything that the enemy has said to cause distraction, we send your Holy Ghost fire to destroy them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that, Father, you will give us the grace to set our mind, O God, to gain understanding. We humble ourselves before you, Lord Jesus, because as your word will come, it will give us answers to our challenges. As your word will come, it will answer every single thing that we have in our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are very convinced that this morning we will not go back the same. We are convinced that you will give us response through the ministration this morning. So help us, O oh God, not to be distracted, but to gain understanding, O oh Lord, as you come to us this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. We exalt your name, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. I'll be taking my scripture from the book of Psalm 119. I read from 100 verse 169. May my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. May my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. May my lips overflow with praise, for you teach me your decrees. May my tongue sing your, of your word, for all your commands are righteous. May your hand be ready to help me, for I, follow, for I have chosen your precept. We're going to lift up our voice this morning, because God has done so much for us in this house this morning, lift up your voice and begin to thank God that, Lord, as I come into your presence this morning, O God, hear my cry. Whatever may be the need of everyone, God will send a response. An answer is ready for you as the word comfort this morning, O God. Give me understanding. Give me insight and direction. Let my supplication come before you, O God. Father, we ask, O God, your word will never return to you void. Your word that you have sent forth, O God, will accomplish the, the purpose for which it have been sent. My God and my master, we cry unto you, O God. Hear a supplication this morning. Hear a supplication this morning. We cry unto thee this morning. Hear a supplication, my God and my King. Give us understanding. Give us distraction and direction, O God. Father, for year 2024, Lord, we pray thee this morning, O God, according to your promise, O God, let everyone experience you, O God, in this meeting this morning, O God. We ask only Spirit that you come, O God. Trans Transform my heart, transform my soul, transform my spirit. Give us a brand new heart in this service this morning. According to your promise, my God and my Father. Father, we bless you, we exalt you, O God. Let our tongue, let our lips, O God, overflow with praise, O God. Everyone that will come into this sanctuary, O God, let them go home rejoicing. Let them go home rejoicing. Let them go rejoicing. This is the season of praise, my God and my Father. We lift you high, O God. We 
exalt you this morning, my God and my Father. Teach us your ways. Teach us your ways, my God. Help us to follow your decrees, my God and my King. We ask for knowledge. We ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding, O oh God. Father, we pray this morning, O oh God, and grace and empower us, O oh Lord, to follow your precepts, to follow your decrees, to follow your command, my God. Lord, we ask, O oh God, give us the eyes of fire, the finger of God. Give us the eyes of fire, the finger of God. In this service, this morning, O oh God, we want to see you exalted, O oh God. We want to see you lifted high. Begin to ask the Lord, open my spiritual eyes, O oh God. In this meeting, my God, give me insight and direction for year 2024. As your word will come forth, O oh God, we enter, O oh God, into your presence. We enter, O oh God, into your power. We enter, O oh God, into your glory. Begin to ask the Lord, let your glory descend. Let your glory descend. We ask for your glory, O oh God, to tabernacle over us this morning, O oh God. Oh, we ask for your presence, O oh God. Angels of God, O oh Lord, surround this temple, surround this auditorium this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Praise the Lord. We thank God for his glory. We thank God for his presence. I'm reading Psalm 16 from verse 7. It says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I will keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also rests secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. Nor will you let your faithful see decay. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Let's begin to thank the Lord because he will fill us. He will fill us with his presence and with his joy, his eternal pleasures at his right hand. Thank you, Lord, as we come before you this morning. You will fill our hearts with joy. Thank you, Lord, because you will fill our hearts with pleasure. You will fill our hearts with gladness. Father God, the Bible said, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. And so we declare such unto every member of Christ's faith, Tabernacle, everywhere you, that your name is lifted up. We ask, O Lord, that your presence be made manifest in our midst in the name of Jesus. Lord, as you did in the time of Daniel, that he beheld your glory, so you did in the time of of Mark and there was transformation, transfiguration. Father God, we want to see your glory. Father God, open our eyes that we may see your glory this morning. Open our eyes, O oh Lord, that we may see your wonders. Open our eyes that we may receive your presence. Lord, as your word goes forth, let it minister healing to every life in the name of Jesus. Let your word go forth and minister healing. Let your word go forth and minister life. Father God, you said you will fill me with joy and eternal pleasures. We declare such unto every member this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your pleasure. Thank you for your abundance that you are pouring upon us. Thank you, Lord, because you have filled my heart with rejoicing. My tongue rejoices in you. We magnify your name. We thank you, glory. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your spirit that overshadowed us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that moves in our midst. Thank you, Lord, for life 
in abundance that you have granted unto us. Thank you, Lord, for the open heaven. Lord, we magnify your name. We thank you for the heavens that are open all over us. Thank you, Lord, because you shower us with blessings this morning in the name of Jesus. God of heaven, we bless you. We magnify your name. We say thank you, Father, for what you have ordained for us this morning. Thank you, Lord, for what you will do in our midst. Thank you, Lord, for the woman and the man of God that will speak over our lives and there shall be a manifestation of such in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. With an uplifted hand, let us open the service by reading Psalm. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the wall and all that dwell drain, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart towards his force, nor swear deceit, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God a Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Psalm 145, please. Sorry. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. And I saw your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty work. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your mind, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is opposed to all those who fall, and lift up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their prayer and saves them. 
The Lord watches over all who love him. For all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Just greet the person next to you. Tell them, God, God, let good to me. Amen.
King of kings, we bless you, Lord Jesus. We give you glory.
this time is a month of fulfillment. He has conquered the grave. Your head is out of the tomb. You have risen again from your problems. God has restored you. You are fulfilled in this month. Do those things that you cannot do. Sickness is disappearing. Cancer is disappearing. All odds in your life Jesus has rolled a stone away. And he has sat on it. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We exalt you this day. We magnify your name for that that we are about to do, Lord Jesus. Said, though your sins be as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. The person that you've set free is free indeed. I seek your freedom to everyone present here. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Because you have conquered the grave. You have conquered the grave. We exalt your glory. We magnify your name. We give you praise. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we praise you. We exalt thee. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the choristers as we go to take their seats. Jesus has conquered the grave. Hallelujah. He's risen. He's risen again. All those things that have been buried in your life, they are risen again. You are being fulfilled in this month. All things are passed away. All things have become new. In the name of Jesus. A new beginning. A new beginning. I say, let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. In the area of your confusion, let there be light. 
in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus has conquered the grave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. Amen and amen. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone. Because this time last week, we are joining in the presence of the Lord. We are happy. We are dancing. We are in our white. We have our gloves. Things are happening all around us. And I believe that we have killed all the foxes. Amen. Those foxes that would not let us move. We have killed them in Jesus' name. So thank you, thank you, thank you for every one of you that have uh, participated. Participate. How do you call that English again? Uh-huh. You call it because it's really funny. <laughs> so that make sure that you are part of the ceremony throughout that last week. I salute you and I say thank you to you. God is happy about you and God loves you more. Today there are some things that we shy or that we... Anyway, let me not use the word not take serious, but we just say it. And it's as if uh, that it, it has become routine in our lives. But each time that I see these things, or I read these scriptures, they are becoming more real in my life. And I'm looking at a time that I'll be able to come like this and speak to us about these scriptures. They are common scriptures. Every time we come together to join together in worship, we read these scriptures. And I'll be taking my uh, theme or my title from the book of Psalm 24, verse 6, which we are going to uh, uh, look into later. And also the book of Psalm 145, verse 20. So the theme of today's message is, But the wicked he will destroy. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, But the wicked, Call this as it is, is, But the wicked he will destroy. God indeed is destroying every wickedness. He's conquered the grave. The choir, you are in the spirit. God has conquered the grave. Every wickedness. God is killing. Or he has killed them in the name of Jesus. So the theme of today's message, like I said, you must have been reading it. I like God the Lord. I praise the Lord. Every day I No, 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 no. You must read it with meaning and with understanding. Hence, but all the wicked he will destroy. This message right now is so create an awareness of various things or atrocities that is happening in our world today. Wickedness on our streets. Wickedness in, our, in some homes. Wickedness in, in some, uh, um, on the street of London. People knife today, tomorrow, day, everything. Wickedness. Wickedness in our community. Wickedness in our churches. Are you not surprised? Wickedness in the church. People hate each other in the church. People gossip each other in the church. People do several things even in the church. When I'm reading this scripture, I read it with understanding. But the wicked, he will destroy. People jealous people for no reason. But the wicked, he will destroy. People backbite on bite and all the rest of biting. But the wicked, he will. I think you are not here. But the wicked, he will. 
but the wicked he will. Does it make sense to you? You've been reading these scriptures. Let's see what starts it. The Lord watches over all who love him. How many lovers of God are here? Wave your hand to me. Yes. You love God. Wave your hand. It seems you don't love God. Your hands are not really moving. Hallelujah. He said the Lord watches over all who love him. He said, but the wicked he will destroy. That is the message. Knowing fully well, according to that Psalm 24 again, when you read the scripture, know that you, you are reading it. Psalm 24 verse 6. Thank God for the man of God, Apostle William, that God has placed over us. Look at that book of Psalm 24, because my message is going to come from all these things I will say every day. You just say it. Does it make sense to you? Is it meaningful to you? But today, you will have an understanding. Psalm 24, he began to talk about the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. Everything that God has created. When he now got to this verse, such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Such. We are, God, God made me to understand. I said, yes, my girl, you belong to this generation that seek God. In our generation, there are some people that are in this generation, but they don't seek God. They play God. They play church. They play everything. But he said, put that psalm again from verse 1. The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all that live in it. For he founded it upon the seas. Establish it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? But the wicked he will destroy. If one is wicked and you belong to this generation of God seeker, you are destroyed. If you play and pretend church, you are destroyed. He said, Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his soul or heart to an idol or to what is uh, uh, to an idol or swear deceitfully or by what is false? He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. But the wicked, he will destroy. So if you are a wicked person, there is no way you can receive blessing from the Lord. There is no way you can receive vindication from God our Savior. There is no way you can belong to this generation of those who seek the face of God. May wickedness not take us over. Like I said, this message is to help us to create an awareness around our world today. An awareness around our community. An awareness around our homes. Husband and wife gossip at home. Wow. The wicked, he will destroy. At home, you know how to kill, destroy. The work of Satan is not, is all in the house. But the wicked, he will, 
We won't know as you enter into a wicked zone. May you not enter that zone. Another psalm says that the wicked will be blown away like chaff. Why? Because generation of God seeker now sit in the seat of mockers. Now walk in the way of sinners. Their delight is no longer in the word of God, but their delight is in themselves. Their delight is in the world. But the Bible says the wicked, he will destroy. Wickedness at home, wickedness in the church or in the churches, wickedness in schools. All these young, young ones, they go to school. Wickedness is there. You take your children to school by the time you see they have have joined things that you, you don't know about. They got taught their hearts for us. Wickedness in our nation, which is one of the things that we see these days. Matthew 24. Nations with nations. Land with land. I used to be a young Baptist girl. That song says, nation with nation, land with land. When all these earth is paradise. Fire, you have to sing this song for me. It's happening. Nations with nation. Land with land. Fighting. It's happening. But all the wicked, he will. All the wicked, he will. So that when you read that psalm, you'll be able to understand what you are reading. An extremely wicked or cruel act. Talking about atrocities now. An extremely wicked, the dictionary made us to understand, because I said there are various atrocities happening all around our world. Different things around our homes, different things around our churches, different things around our schools, different things around our nation. Look, Israel is sitting, so Palestine went to Hamas, or what you call them. Fight battle. War. Ukraine, sitting. Russia, we do what? Go and start war. May Lord, may the Lord help us. Atrocities means an extremely wicked or cruel act, typically one involving physical violence or injury. Are you not dumbfounded when you watch the television and you see children crying, mothers in pain? All these atrocities are happening. Because God will destroy the wicked. Everything we are seeing is coming to judge the world. Typical kinds of cruel acts involving physical violence or injury. War atrocities. Or scenes of hardship and atrocities. A highly unpleasant or distasteful object. Another meaning that the English dictionary gave us about atrocities, act of barbarity, act of brutality, act of 
savagery, out of wickedness. Did you see there? But the wicked, he will what? Destroy. I want you to shout it. But the wicked, he will what? Out of wickedness. Talking about atrocities. Cruelty. Cruelty. Abomination. Outrage. Horror. Obscenity. Iniquity. <laughs> it's happening in the church. Crime. Transgression. Wrong. Wrongdoing. Offense. Injury. Scandal. Injustice. Abuse. And so on and so forth. Injustice. May the Lord help us. Knowing fully well that we are not of this world, but of God. And in this kingdom, which we are in now, is a kingdom of righteousness and justice. Wickedness is not supposed to be found in this kingdom. Those of you that are following me in the Bible study, we are looking at God's own kingdom. He said about his kingdom of the increase of his government that comes with peace. There shall be no end. So Jesus' government comes with peace. As this government increase, righteousness and justice flow. So can we find wickedness in this kind of kingdom? No, it's not supposed to be. But yet, it did. In God's kingdom, it's only the foundation is built on righteousness and justice. The foundation of God's kingdom is built on peace. Why are we not having peace? In the kingdom where Jesus reigned, there is no favoritism. Why is there favoritism today? Let's look at what is going to happen according to the psalm. Because Jesus has been quiet enough. Delaying is coming. They will change. Whispering grace. Whispering love. Whispering everything that it takes. So that we can be part of this kingdom. And reign with him forever. But yet, it's not happening the way he wants it. Only few are following this path. May God make me, I don't know about you, to be part of this few. Hence, I read that Psalm 96. From verse 10 to 13. You see this Psalm as they follow each other, 96, 97, 98. They talk about Jesus coming to judge the world. In this kingdom that is of righteousness and justice, it will continue. When he judges the world, or judge the world, then it's those people that are free, that live a life of righteousness and justice, that are able to be law-abiding, that they were able to follow the precepts of Jesus that is going to reign with him forever. That's Psalm 96, verse 10 to 13. Put it there. 
He says, say among the nations, go and tell people. Go and tell people, remind one another that in this kingdom of righteousness and peace, there is no end. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Go and tell people. In this kingdom, it's only God that reigns. Flesh and blood does not reign. Me, me kind of attitude does not reign. In this kingdom, it's only God that reigns. In this kingdom, there is no favoritism. In this kingdom, there is no bribery and corruption. In this kingdom, there is no uh, me, me, me thing. No, 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 not in this kingdom. So therefore, go and tell people about this kingdom that the Lord reigns and is still reigning. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. In this kingdom, it has been firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the people with equity. In this kingdom, if you don't live a life of righteousness and justice, you will be judged when, it comes to, when, 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 when the time comes for him to fully reign. Now he said, let the heavens rejoice for these that you are hearing. Let the earth be glad. We are the earth. Let us be glad. Because Jesus is coming. And he's coming to judge the world. He's not coming like that baby in the manger anymore. He's not coming to pat us back. No, 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 no. This time around, he's going to judge you according to his law. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy. In this kingdom, there is always a time of refreshing. That the trees will be blowing good air, fresh air, everything. Wonderful. Guess what happened in that verse 13? They will sing before the Lord, for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness. And the peoples in his truth. God is not a partial God. When he comes, he's going to judge the world in his righteousness. And there is truth in his judgment. There is justice in his judgment. That's Psalm 97, 1 to 2. Also stress it for us to be able to understand. That's Psalm 97, 1 to 12. The Lord reigns. Make, let people be aware of this, that God is reigning in this kingdom of righteousness and peace. That's his foundation on righteousness and peace. Jesus, he reigns in this kingdom. And where Jesus reigns, there is justice, there is peace. Everything around us is good. So go tell the people that Jesus reigns. Let, reigns, let the earth be glad. Let the distant shore rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice. I want you to underline that verse 2 of Psalm 97. Don't forget it. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Hallelujah. He does not tell lies. He calls spade, spade, not spade. He doesn't call black, white. He calls black, black, and he calls white, white. He doesn't call green, yellow. Because the foundation of his throne is based on 
Will you shout it out? Righteousness and... Don't forget that. If you always remember that in this kingdom that I'm in, that is based on righteousness and justice, you always forever have peace. But if you don't know about the kingdom that you belong, that's why you have pieces. May we not have pieces. Don't forget that verse too. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this throne. Of this kingdom that you are in. Fire goes before him and consumes his foes on every side. Those foes that fire will consume are those that are wicked. They will not be wicked. This country they say wicked. <laughs> May God help us. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and tremble. In this kingdom, there is miraculous signs and wonders that God demonstrates in various ways. So the mountain melts like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. Mountains melt, melt like wax. Mountains, solid rock, melt like candlestick. In another word, the heavens proclaim his righteousness and all the people see his glory. Proclaim his righteousness. Proclaim his justice. That's why I wouldn't display for us all the time that we see. The righteousness of God brings sun because he promised us that we have sun. Bring rain because he promised we have rain. All heavens declare the glory of God because his kingdom is based on righteousness and justice. All who worship images are put to shame. Those who boast in idols, worship him. All you gods. You boast in, in this kingdom, you can't, you can't bring idol in. There are things that represent idols in our lives. Lying is an idol. Is a fox? Now there is an idol. You can't bring it to this kingdom. Because this kingdom is the kingdom of righteousness. It's foundation on righteousness and justice. So you can't worship any image here. You can't be doing wrong things because as promised in this kingdom, wickedness will be destroyed. Zion hears and rejoices. We are the Zion of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the villages of Judah are glad because there is always praise. Judah means praise. There is always praise around, around the villages. Because of your judgment, O oh God. God's judgment will make you happy. When you go to court today, the judges, they are taking bribe or something like that. I don't know whether it's in this country. They've taken bribe and everything. Their declaration or something is not based on righteousness and justice. But in God's kingdom, His judgment is true. His judgment is good. He says, Zion hears and rejoices. There is rejoicing after He has decreed and declared. And all the villages are glad. Sound of rejoicing. In the camp of the righteous. In this kingdom that I'm talking about. If I were you, I will stay put in this kingdom. I will not move. For you, O Lord, are the most high over all the earth. 
You are exalted far above all gods. Hallelujah. In this kingdom, God is most high. In this kingdom, God is most high. He's exalted far above all gods. I'm not surprised the psalmist in that uh, Psalm 145. Put it there again. Psalm 145, verse 1. I will exalt you, my God, the King. He identified, the psalmist identified with God. It's a personal thing. For some of us, when we say, I will exalt you, 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 you are not actually, you are not personalizing it. My God, look at those words. I don't know when you read it. It's just to bring you, I said this message is to bring you to an understanding. So that when you read these scriptures, you are not going to read it anyhow, anymore. Look at the way he personalized everything. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will. I, I, I don't know about you. <laughs> I will praise your name forever and ever. Guess what happened? I'm not going to praise your name now and stop tomorrow or praise it. He said, every day. How many of us? It's only when you come to church. Maybe you come to church. Thank God for this church that is an everyday church. The pastor's wife once said to me, I, I didn't know that it's 24 hours, you know. But you, in your own case, in my own case, I didn't know I married a pastor. You are, that's going to be a pastor. Although, yeah, along the courtship, I've been told it's going to be a pastor, going to be a pastor. Prophecy, all this has been... But I didn't know it's going to be a pastor. So you, that joined my church, and you married this man, and you are telling me, I don't know it's a 24-hour thing. You know he's a pastor, that's why you married him. We didn't know. So we still can give excuse. So I said, you don't have an excuse, my dear. Are you listening to me? <laughs> he said, every day, every day, he didn't say we, every day, I, I don't know about you, will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. That's what's supposed to happen in this kingdom of righteousness and peace. Or righteousness and justice. Every day, you can't be fed up to praise God. At home, in church, anywhere you go, every day you must do it. I'm compelling you. I'm compelling myself. Because sometimes, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not an easy road. We are journeying to heaven. With many other storms on the way. It's not an easy road. But my Jesus is pleading. His presence gives me joy every day. Oh no, it's not an easy road. Oh no, it's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside me. I don't know about you. And light me the journey. And lift my every burden each day. Hallelujah. He didn't say that it's going to be easy. Every day. Every day. Every day. May God help you and help me. I'm not saying that I'm there yet. I always tell you. Thank God for the man in this house. We tell me, my people are waiting for me. You can stay. When I hear that, I put more grease to my elbow. 
I have to jump. Because his people are actually waiting. His people are waiting. And they are there. Before I get there. But I want to tell you that it's not easy. But every day, either you have work, in this kingdom of righteousness and peace, it's an everyday thing. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. You stay at home. Yeah, look after the children. I will be the one in church. I release you. You go. I stay with the children. Ah, is that your portion? <laughs> the children will soon find their way. Then I come and see the children you'll be looking after. I release you. I release you to I release you to Christ with Tabadaku. Is that you in the house? Every day you must not be fed up. Lord will help every one of us. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. That's what happens in this kingdom. Because in this kingdom, God is the most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. That God that is making you to be lazy. This God that rules in this kingdom is most high. Most high over them. Amen. We give you strength. We give me strength. And we make it to the end. Let those who love the Lord hate evil. In this kingdom, as God lover, you must hate evil. For he guards the life of his faithful ones. We are the faithful ones. You must hate evil if we belong to this kingdom I'm talking about. And deliver them from the hand of the wicked. If you don't hate evil, then you are in that group of the wicked. Then you are destroyed. They will not be in that group. The light is shed upon the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. That is the group I belong to. The righteous and joy on the upright in, in heart. Rejoice in the Lord. You are righteous. Talking to righteous people here today. And praise his holy name. Let's continue to praise his holy name. Psalm 98. I love to read this psalm. Because you are in this kingdom, this kingdom where the righteous must sing every day, must worship every day, must praise every day. Then you want to sing to the Lord a new song, Psalm 98, verse 1. For he has done marvelous things for us. Some people want to sing, they can't sing now. Some people want to move, they can't move. Some people want to shop, they can't shop like you go out to shop. Some people want to run, they can't run. In this kingdom, we can sing a new song. May God put new song in your mouth. For he has done marvelous things. God has done marvelous things for us. And we are fulfilled in this month of fulfillment. His right hand and his holy arm has worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He's revealed his righteousness to us. <coughs> Excuse me. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Christ to tabernacle. All to the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. All Christ's faith tabernacle. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with a harp. 
with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram horn, shout for joy before the Lord, the King. He is my King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. In this kingdom, rivers, <laughs> signs and wonder. <laughs> rivers clap their hands. And they, go, they are clapping. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Even mountains, they sing. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Hallelujah. I want you to hold firm to that. You see, all these scriptures are meaning to God comes to do what? To judge the earth. He judged the world in righteousness and the people with equity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about this kingdom that is of righteousness and uh, justice. And those who love the Lord in this kingdom must do what? Hate evil. And you can see from the beginning of that psalm, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever. Because in this kingdom, we must sing, we must worship, we must praise, we must not be tired. Every day we praise him and extol his name forever and ever. Why are we doing all this? Because God that we serve is the great Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness, no one can fathom. Then he said, one generation will commend your works to another. One generation. So I'm happy I said to you, Psalm 24 verse 6, we are part of the generation of God's seeker. So our fathers, that are in Christ. They pass. Uh, one generation. Pass or commend their works to another. Apostles, Father, who serves the Lord, commend the work of God to apostles. Today we are partaker of the great thing. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. This generation, when you raise your children... Your children will raise their children. Children's children, it will continue in your generation in Jesus' name. They will not sleep away from this kingdom. This kingdom of righteousness and justice. Because in the kingdom of this world, there is only killing. There is only problem. There is jail. But in this kingdom, there is no jail. There is justice. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I, and I, I love that psalm, will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. In this kingdom, we keep on celebrating. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. In this kingdom, God is gracious, He's compassionate. He's slow to anger and he's rich in love. That's why he's telling us, I'm coming to judge. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. He's a compassionate God. All you have made will praise you, O Lord, 
Your saints will extol you. I'm part of the saints that will extol the Lord. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. I will tell of the glory of God's kingdom. And that's what I'm doing right now. And speak of his might. He's powerful. He rules over all. So that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Even though we are reigning on earth here, we are still going to reign with him forever. <laughs> when you read that scripture, I don't know what comes to your mind. Your kingdom, that is this kingdom I'm talking about, that is of righteousness and justice, is an everlasting kingdom. And his dominion endures through all generations. Once we finish, we pass it to the next generation. Life is a cycle. Read that Genesis chapter 5. Because of time, I'm not taking you there. I don't want to bore you too much. He will now say, this gave back to this, that gave back to this, that gave... He said, life is a cycle. One of my messages that I and tell you about how life is a cycle. If you mislead, mislead your children or mislead yourself in this kingdom, there is no way they can cycle down the road or down the line. And he said, the Lord is faithful to all his promises. God is faithful. Even when we are unfaithful, God is faithful. And loving towards all he has made. He serve a faithful God. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. Did not say it in his word that I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let my foot to be moved. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. He did not say in that Psalm 136, maybe verse 23 there. He remembers us in our lowest state. When it seems you are done for. Things are not happening. God remembers us. That's what happened in this kingdom. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. He's righteous in all his ways. That's why in this kingdom we must live righteous lives. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. <laughs> Pray. I too am there sometimes when I'm tired, so don't, we are all together, but we are changing. Amen. <laughs> the Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him. He's always near. Call on him at all times. He's always near. To all who call on him in truth. Some call on him for various reasons. But when you call on him in truth, he will hear you. Because you are right in his palm and he neither sleep nor slumber because of us. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. God is still answering, hearing our cries. Are you still crying? It's a month of fulfillment. I assure you, He hears your cry. And He will save you for many things that might have entangled you. 
we have the theme of this message comes from. He said, the Lord watches over all who love him. Just know that his eyes are on you like the sparrow. He's always watching over you. But all the wicked he will destroy. That is the theme of this message. But all the wicked. There is no way. He watches over the wicked. But if you, if you allow wickedness to take you over, Satan will be dragging you from him. There is nothing he can do. You yield your life to Satan. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. I've given to you the definition of wicked. I'm not going to mention it. Indeed, I'll say to us that the Lord watches over those who love him and all the wicked he will destroy. Are you wicked? I want you to change from your wicked ways. Is an act or acts of wickedness in you? I want you to change. Because in his kingdom, he will not allow. In this kingdom of righteousness and peace, he will not allow wickedness at all. I've told you what wickedness uh, I explain to be in, a, in this wrongdoing, wickedness, dishonesty. They are not truthful. Wickedness is not allowed in this kingdom of righteousness and peace. Double dealing. Deceive people up and down. It's not allowed in this kingdom. Immorality is not allowed in this kingdom. And be sexual immorality or any immorality. It's not allowed in this kingdom. Ungodliness is not allowed in this kingdom. Corruptness is not allowed. Unholiness is not allowed. Being evil. Sinful mess. Devilishness. <coughs> Blasphemy. Etc. Etc. Is not allowed in, the, in this kingdom. Because the Lord watches over all who love him. But wicked, the wicked will destroy. I've told you. Elements, double dealing, and all sorts of dishonesty is wickedness. So you can see, as I've read to us from the beginning of this psalm, we learn how this psalmist, which I know uh, 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 the theologian says David's, we learn from David's example on how to praise God. I will, I will, I will. If we do this regularly, can I say to us, wickedness will be far away from us. We exalt him at all times. If you praise him every day, wickedness will be far away from your spirit, from your soul, and from your body. Then we can serve God faithfully. Much is also spoken in this sermon how we should praise God. We should praise him for who he is. All is explained in this psalm and what he has done. Because we belong to this generation who seek his face. So as people that belong to this generation who seek God's face, what kind of people ought we be? We must 
emulate that praise lifestyle of the psalmist. In his praise, guess what he says here? He referenced that he will extol God his king and praise his name forever. To extol is to praise. To extol is to lift high. To extol is to exalt. Which David did by honoring and promoting the name of God in the most personal way, in his own most personal ways. Me, me, me. As far as I'm concerned, I, I will. If you do this every day, you will be blessed. This praise will be from one generation, that is older generation to another, to the younger generation. What household are you breeding? Breeding household without praise in this kingdom of righteousness and justice. A praise lifestyle must be strong. Hallelujah. When we are example to our generation, it, be, it becomes a legacy that is established. And wickedness will have no room in our life or in the life of our generation. But when they see you do wicked things and all what you are doing is wicked things, may the Lord help us. Make God your king. Praise him forever and ever. Praise him every day. Extol his name forever and ever. Because he's worthy, worthy of our praise. When you do this, then you see the fulfillment of that verse 17, 18, and 19. What does he say? I want you to put it on, this, on the screen there. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. You are part of the handmaid of the Lord. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. Then you can call on the name of the Lord. Then he will hear you and save you. God demands that in this kingdom we live righteous life and reflect him always. Let us avoid the acts of wickedness. I've read it to you. Dishonesty, etc., etc. By doing this, wickedness will be far away from us. For the wicked. I want you to have that in mind. He will destroy. Wickedness is a type of fox that we've been speaking about. Thank you. We can only avoid being wicked by killing the fox of wickedness. To serve and reign with him to the end forever and ever. Hallelujah. Therefore, as people that belong to this kingdom of righteousness and justice, we must adhere to the word of God, to God's principles and God's law and God's instruction. Let's see what the law says. Because some people will just uh, take one of the law and, and leave the other one. Let's see some few which I'm going to end with as, as I conclude my message. God gave Moses this law. In that book of Exodus 20, I, I read from verse 1, I say, and God spoke all these words 
I am the Lord your God. Is God your Lord? Is God your God? So he's reminding us again that I am the Lord your God. Who brought you out of Egypt? Who took you out of the world? So yeah, you can reign with me. Who took you out of the land of slavery? Why are you putting yourself back into slavery? You shall have no other God before me. Today there are many gods that entangle us. That we have. Instead of God. Gave them this warning as well in this word. You shall not make yourself an idol in form of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the waters below. You must not. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Another law is you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Another law, this is quite interesting one, we all violate this law, which I saw my parents-in-law. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You are frying egg in the morning. You must eat your egg before you come out. Myself, I'm, I'm in it. Boiled egg. <laughs> Thank God for the man of God. In this egg cooker. But we are raised not to eat at all until the sun sets. So nobody from Saturday evening. And we saw that. Those of you that went with us in Israel. You don't eat at all. You don't even cook. No food. On Sabbath. You shall not. It said, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. By keep, no food, no cooking. Even they don't cook the food that they will eat. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. May God grant us grace to understand this properly. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. Neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gate. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it. We all have found wanting in this. May God help us so that we know better. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you want to live long in this kingdom that I'm talking about, you honor younger ones, your father and your mother. A lot of people are violating this law. May God forgive them. You shall not murder. 13. Look at all this that I'm mentioning now. That's where I'm going to conclude. You shall not commit adultery. Is it not happening today? Said a lot of things are happening. In the church, community, everywhere. They are not, they are violating this law. You shall not steal. 
You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. But we have an example from the scripture. Who gave false testimony against their neighbor. He said you shall not covet your neighbor's house. Are people not coveting today? I'm wearing leopard. Huh? Hey! Covet. Who look for leopard? Instead of you to go and read Bible and do the, hey, that leopard is coveting. You know what I'm saying? Until you get that leopard, you will not rest. It's covetousness. He said you must not do that. Ah ah. That suits. That big lapel. You won't sleep because you don't want that suit. Lots of things are happening in that sort of thing. You must be very, very careful. Amen. You can read all these things and think it's not happening. It's happening in our day. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. It's happening. Or is man servant or maid servant? Or is ox or donkey? Or anything that belongs to your neighbor? In ordinary glass like this, you can convert it. You must make sure that you go and look for where you can get this glass. May God help us. There are little things, tiny, tiny things. But if we have ear, let's hear what the Spirit of God is saying this morning. Speak to us yourself. Anyway, let me just go to, to the main thing. Mark all those words. You must not covet your neighbor's thing. Anything. Don't kill. Wife or servant. You must not covet it. When you do that, it's sin against God. Do not make any God to be alongside me. Do not make for yourself gods of silver or gold or, or gods of gold. Make an altar of earth for me and sacrifice on it. Your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep, your goats and your cattle. Wherever I curse my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. Let's do the right thing in God. His blessing will come all around us. If you make an altar of stone for me, do not build on it with red stones, for you will defile it if you use a tool on it. And do not go up to my altar on steps, lest your nakedness be exposed on it. Because in the first service, I actually del uh, deliberated on uh, Jezebel and Naboth, who coveted someone else's vineyard. But today, I'll be going straight. And you know, like, Jezebel has a scripture to back up. He's an argument. Use the book of 1 Timothy chapter 5. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. Jezebel went to bring two or three witnesses. Use the word of God to do false things. Those who sin are to be rebuked publicly. So that the others may take warning. Rebuke innocent people. He even wrote a letter and stamped it with the husband's signature. 
wives that are encouraging their husband to do wrong. Husbands that are encouraging their wives to do wrong. May God help us. How did he do it? Even as the people to fast. You know, apostle was dealing with various fasts. Say, proclaim a day of fasting and sit Naboth in a prominent place among the people. But see two scoundrels opposite him and have them testify that he has cursed both God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. So the elders and the nobles who lived in Naboth's city did as Jezebel directed in the letter she had written to them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth in a prominent place among the people. Then two scoundrels came and sat opposite him and brought charges against Naboth before the people, saying, Naboth has cursed both God and the king, telling lies. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death. All this do not, do not, it didn't work for them. Then they sent word, then they sent word to Je- Jezebel. Naboth has been stoned. Uh, to, uh, uh, Naboth has been stoned. No. Then they sent word to Jezebel. Naboth has been stoned and is dead. As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned to death, he said to Ahab, Get up and take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, this Jezreelite, that he refused to sell to you. He is no longer alive, but dead. <laughs> Jehovah sees, Jehovah knows. But the wicked he will what? Destroy. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, he got up and went down to take possession of Naboth's vineyard. You can see the act of wickedness, taking someone else's property, covetousness. You can see it in others. Go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He is now in Naboth's vineyard, where he has gone to take possession of it. Say to him, judgment is coming when you allow wickedness to take you over. This is what the Lord says. Have you not murdered a man and seized his property? Then say to him, this is what the Lord says. In the place where dogs licked up Naboth's blood, dogs will lick up your blood. Yes, yours. They have said to Elijah, so you have found me, my enemy. I have found you, he answered, because you have sold yourself to do evil. Evil, this is wickedness in the eyes of the Lord. I'm going to bring disaster on you. I will consume your descendants and cut off, your, and cut off from Ahab every last male in Israel, slave or free. Look at the judgment of God on Ahab's home. I will make your house like that of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and that of Basha, son of Ahijah, because you have provoked me to anger and have cursed Israel to sin. May we not provoke God to anger. But the wicked you will what? Destroy. In this case, he did not only destroy uh, 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 the wicked, even the uh, 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 generations. 
And also concerning Jezebel, the Lord says, Dogs will lick Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. But the, but the wicked he will destroy. Dogs will eat those belonging to her who die in the city. And the birds of the air will feed on those who die in the country. It actually happened. There was never a man like Ahab who sold himself to do evil in the eyes of the Lord. Urged on by Jezebel's wife, bad wives, he behaved in the vilest manner by going after idols like the Amorites. The Lord drove out before Israel. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, thank God for the heart of repentance. They come, let's reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. When Ahab has done all this and God's judgment came upon him and his household, he said when he heard the word from the prophet, he tore, verse 27, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and fasted. He lay in sackcloth and went around meekly. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. Have you noticed how Ahab has humbled himself before me? May we humble ourselves before the Lord. You see yourself in sin. Humble yourself. This message is to bring you back to basis to be able to help you. If you find wickedness in you, it's to bring you back to basis. Psalm, 9, Psalm 51 should be your psalm, the psalm of David. And I can see this man here have humbled himself here. Because he had humbled himself, I will not bring the, this disaster in this day, in his day. But I will bring it on his house. In the days of his son. May our generation not be cursed. And you can also see this in David and Bathsheba. That's why David wrote that book of Psalm 51. In the spring, when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israel army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained in Jerusalem. When people are fasting and praying in church, that's the time that you want to go to the city. You become the Diana. He was raped. They destroyed the Ammonites and the besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem when he was supposed to, to go to war. When he was supposed to join the intercessors, he went about on the streets of London. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of his palace. They showed it to us when we went to Jerusalem. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. And David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, Isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers to get her. He came to him and he slept with her. She had purified herself from her uncleanness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I am pregnant. Act of wickedness. Impregnating other people's wife. So David sent the word to Joab. Send me Uriah the Hittite. You know the story. And Joab sent him to David. Then Uriah came to him. David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. People are busy fighting and everything. 
he was lost in at war. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash yourself, and wash your feet. So Uriah left the place, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance of, of the palace. The man that is full of God, with all his master's uh, servants, and did not go down to his house. Because someone else has impregnated the wife, and he just wants the man to go and sleep. So that we say that he's the one that impregnated the wife. Wickedness. Amen. But the wicked, he will. Are you tired? But the wicked, he will what? When David was told Uriah did not go home, he asked him, Haven't you just come from a distance? Why didn't you go home? Deception of highest order. An act of wickedness. Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah are staying in tents. And my master Joab and my lost men are camped in the open field. How can I go to my house to eat and drink and lie with my wife? A dedicated soldier. As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. An innocent and dedicated soldier. May God make us a soldier. That will go for battle for the Lord. And will not allow loss and all these various things to take us over. Then David said to him, stay here one more day. And tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him. And David made him drunk. Another act of, but the wicked he will. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. Say he did not go home. I am on the battlefield for the Lord. I am quite help me on the battlefield for the Lord. We will fight till we die. We will never turn away. We are on the battlefield for the Lord. What about you? I am on the battlefield. For my Lord, I am on the battlefield for my Lord. I will fight till I die. I will never run away. I am on the battlefield for the Lord. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Anyone that is on the battlefield for the Lord will not let any act of wickedness take them over. Say, go sleep with your wife. No, when there is war. Don't sleep, am I sleeping? Then he refused to go. Meanwhile, David had impregnated the wife. At David's invitation, he ate and drank wickedness. And David made him drunk. An act of wickedness. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent him with Uriah. In it, he wrote, put Uriah in the front, of, in the front line where the fighting is fiercest. Then withdraw from him so he will be struck down and die. Wickedness. 
<laughs> May we not be wicked. The messenger set out and when he arrived, he told David everything Joab had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, The men overpowered us and came out against us in the open. But we drove them back to the entrance to the city gate. Then the altar shot arrows at your servant from the wall. And some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. Wickedness. But the wicked he will. David told the messenger, Say this to Joab. Don't let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say this to encourage Joab. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead, she mourned him. After the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. What is that thing that David has done? Wicked, wickedness. According to the book of Deuteronomy 22:22, if a man is found sleeping with another man's wife, both the man who slept with her and the woman must die. <laughs> People commit adultery, right? They shy away from it, they go with time. No, you die. Spiritually, they are dead. You must purge the evil from Israel. Amen. Hence, we can still go on. You know about this story. When the, when the parable was, was, was told again, and when the parable that was told, David was quick to judge. Why did you display, despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Hittite with his sword and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of Ammonite. There are lots of people that are still killing in the house of, of faith with this type of sword. May the Lord forgive them. And they are passing judgment. Now therefore the sword will never depart from your house. Because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. This is what the Lord says. Out of your own household, I am going to bring calamity upon you. Let wickedness not near your door. Before your very eyes, I will take your wife and give them, wives, and give them to one who is close to you. And he will lie with your wives in broad daylight. You did it in the secret, but I will do this thing in the broad daylight. Judgment is coming. Let us abstain from wickedness. I'm not surprised. But adventure you find yourself in all these that have been spoken now. You want to pray the same psalm that David prayed. Hence that psalm 51 as I conclude. Because of all this atrocity and many, many other things that David has done. Judgment did not depart from David's household. When you read it, you did about Absalom and Tamar, how they slept with each other and all the rest of that. Deception. The same deception and everything that David the father used. The same thing Absalom with his stepsister. May God help us. And in, the, in that household, all various atrocities were happening. But the wicked you will what? Destroy. 
have mercy on me. Said, for adventure you find yourself in this route, committing atrocities and problems, wickedness, name it. Go before the Lord. Tell the Lord, have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgression. Go before the Lord and repent. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are proved right when you speak and justify when you judge. Remember, his kingdom is of righteousness and uh, justice. Surely I was sinful at birth. Now, memory uh, lie now. Sinful from the time, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you, des you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with Aesop. Tell the Lord to cleanse you. And I will be clean. Wash me. And I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear your joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins. And blot out all my iniquity. An adventure you have seen against the Lord. You know the sin. You want to pray this prayer to God. And I say, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right or steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I can teach transgressors, transgressors your ways. And sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God. And the God who saves me. Blood guilt, I will kill Uriah. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. In your good uh, pleasure, make Zion prosper. You find yourself you are the Zion of the day. Tell the Lord, make you prosper again. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then there will be righteous sacrifices, all burnt offerings to delight you. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. I want us to rise and lift that song. Thank God for people that God has given that grace, that spirit. So to, 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 to put this, song, uh, to put this uh, verse in writing. Say, creating me a clean heart. Oh Lord, let the fire take your place. I renew right spirit within me. Want to pray, want to pray, want to pray. Me. 
overwhelming you right now. You want to speak. David was overwhelmed with this sin. And that's why he was prompted to sing this song. Tell the Lord to create in you a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within you. Yours might not be fornication. Yours might not be adultery. Yours might not be what you have read here. But you know that sin that is weighing you down. You know that sin that is making you to belong to that group of the wicked. He said, for the wicked, I will destroy. You know that sin that is taking you to go through the path of the wicked. That is making you to become a wicked person. You want to speak to the Lord right now. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me, O oh God. You want to mention your sin. If you know vividly that sin. Is it sin of hate? Is it hatred? Is it sin of injustice? Is it sin? You mention it, mention it. Is it rage? Is it greed? You want to mention this sin before the Lord. Begin to pour your heart before the Lord. He, David was overwhelmed. When he now come to that point, he knew that this is a sin of forgiveness. Is it that sin? That is holding you bound. We want to make heaven at our cause. We belong to this kingdom that is ruled, that has its foundation with, with righteousness and justice. You want to tell the Lord, you belong to this kingdom. That's where you belong. Nothing can throw you out of this kingdom. You want to speak to the Lord right now. Speak to Him. Speak to Him while He's near. Speak to the Lord. Speak to Him. Speak to Him. Speak to Him right now. He said He's able and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness does not belong to this kingdom. Unrighteousness does not belong to He said, the righteous, the righteous, the righteous. Yeria is only the righteous people that remain in this kingdom. You want to tell the Lord about yourself tonight. Tell the Lord this afternoon, this is me, O oh God. Open up, open up to the Lord. Open up to the Lord. Tell the Lord to do something new in your life. It's a month of fulfillment. Other people are getting fulfilled. It seems you are not. You are not because something, something, something is holding you bound. What is that sin? Deep down, deep into your spiritual body and begin to see this sin that is holding you bound. You want to see this sin that is holding you bound right now. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord. He said, though your sins be as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Begin to see. Look at your picture. Look at your portrait. Is it ugly? Is it good? When photographer takes your picture, you see some wrinkles. That is how you are. Begin to see yourself in this real picture. And then tell the Lord, take away all these things that have become wrinkled in my life. Is it deception? Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord this afternoon. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Is it fornication? Is it adultery? Tell the Lord, help me. I can't help myself. Lord, help me. Pour out your, uh, your spirit before the Lord. Thank you. Say, come. Let us reason together. God is calling you at this time. Come and reason with Him. According to that uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 1, from verse 8, He said, Come, 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 come. Let us reason together, says the Lord. He said, Though your sins be as red as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord one more time. That's the reason why we are here. That's the reason why we are here. That's the reason why we are here. We must not be ashamed. We must not be ashamed. Because if we are ashamed, God will be ashamed of us. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Speak to Him. Speak to Him by name. 
Speak to him, speak to him. Speak to him, tell him to speak to you by name. Like he calls Samuel. Tell him to call you right now by your name. By your name. You know the name that you have lambasted on yourself because of all the things that you have held on to. Tell the Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. He said, whoever the Son set free is free indeed. Lord, I thank you. Thank you because the Bible says while we are yet speaking, you have answered. Is it conversionness? Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Take away greed. Take away conversionness from me. Lord, I want to be, I want to be constant as a northern star. I want to do your will to the end. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Naboth could not help himself. He called his wife. He reported someone else to his wife. They go and deliberate on matters in their home. And they plan on how to kill an innocent soul. But God responded. God responded to them. God responded to them. And they brought curse on their household. Even on themselves. But thank God that they were able to repent. Especially Naboth. He was able to repent. He called the Lord to forgive him. He called the Lord to forgive him. And God responds to his, responded to his cry. You want to tell the Lord. What is that sin that is holding you bound? Lord, the Bible says while we are yet speaking, you have answered. Lord, I commit all the souls, including myself, before you. If there is anything, Lord Jesus, that will make us to be like the wicked. He said, but the wicked, I will destroy. May we not be destroyed. May we not be destroyed. May we not be destroyed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. Let's sing that song in the choir. Holy Spirit for speaking so clear thank you for the grace you have released in our midst we say that oh God give us a broken heart let us see ourselves the way you see us so that we will lay prostrate before you for that which you have determined to do with us. Once again, 
Let the blood of Jesus speak on our behalf. Let mercy prevail. In areas that we have thought that we were doing right. But the scriptures showed us that you were watching proceedings. And in your own time, you will judge. Like Daniel said, in keeping with your promise, we are wrong before you. And we ask for mercy. Let the blood of Jesus speak. And we make a vow that we will not return to our vomit. We will live clean and please you. Thank you, Papa. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together to the Lord. Mommy, God bless you. You know, when she began and she was speaking, if you're not careful, you'll be drifted off. But the message came so strong. I don't know whether you heard God, but I heard God clear. That we belong to a generation of those who seek God. But our seeking must be pure. For God search for those people. And anybody that will come near the kingdom must make sure that he's dealing righteously. Because God watches what? Proceedings. Amen. Let's take our seats. Thank you, Mama. Let's put our hands together to the Lord. One of the things my heart shook was when God said to David, You did this in secret. I would do this against you in broad daylight. <laughs> that is deep. That is deep. And I said to myself again, David is also the man who is after God's own heart. It means that if as a man, if you don't hold yourself to account, sometimes you can drift off, no matter who you are. Because David is one of those guys who always says, Shall I? Would you allow me? Why is it that in this case he did not ask God, Shall I go after Bathsheba? Did you get what I'm saying? Are you with me? So it means that no matter who you are, the flesh must be subdued. Other than that, you might be bishop, pope, act, whatever. The devil can trick us. Let somebody say mercy. 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 Alright, let me stay on course. I'm here to take the offering. I want you to turn with me. And clearly, not, Mama, as you were speaking, this scripture came to my eyes. I saw. First, Daniel chapter 4, turn with me, 35. That's our scripture. Daniel 4, 35 and 35. 34 and 35. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven. And my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified Him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. Now watch this, 35. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. 
He does as he pleases with the powers of the heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? Amen. Now somebody will ask that this is offering. Why are you doing this? The reason why God showed me this is that, you see, part of the ordeal of Nebuchadnezzar, he had not come to recognize that God is the supreme God. And he rules and owns everything. So he thought it was by his power. But after his ordeal, he acknowledged and understood that the Most High do rules in the affairs of man. And he does what he pleases. And one of the things you must do is to honor and to respect him. And part of you honoring him is to bring a substance before him. Are you with me? So in worshiping God, not only do we say with our mouth, we also present our bodies as the way he wanted, which is a form of honoring. And another form of honoring is to bring a substance before him. And so in the book of Psalm 96 talks about that don't come before God empty-handed. Worship him in the beauty of his holiness. That is what I'm trying to say. So, in honoring God, you acknowledge that he rules. What you have attained, what I have attained, it was because he made it possible. Even when we did not know him. So, I want you to bow down your head. Talk to God. In relation to what you have said, some of us have done fantastic stuff for yourself. Listen to me. God was behind the scene. Some of us survive the arrows that were shot against you. He made it possible. And so how are you honoring him this morning? In a minute, just talk to God and prepare your offering. I'm sure the details have been put on. Those of us that want to use the envelopes too, after your prayer, you can signal to the ashes and they will give you. Talk to God. Papa, we thank you. You are so loving. We saw in the scripture that all the nations of the earth, including all the things you made, are as nothing. And here we are, you have counted us to be part of your noble family. What a great privilege. And we have that privilege to come close to your throne to receive mercy and blessings. Thank you for the privilege of what you've given to us, the gift of life. The blessings and the substance you have blessed our life. And that we stand before you like... King Nebuchadnezzar, we have not been through that ordeal, but we acknowledge that you do rule in the affairs of men. And all we have came from you. And so we are here to present our worship to you. May it be accepted before your presence. Thank you, Papa. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we be upstanding and dance and celebrate God as we give to him?
Father, we thank you. This is the holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from above and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we please take our seats as we clap to receive Pastor Tyler? Do it better. Do it better. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's wonderful. It's glorious. It's the month of November. Woo! It's a special month in Christway Tabernacle. Yes? Yes, yes? Okay. Praise the Lord. Well, we thank God for today and we thank God for what God is doing in our midst. If you're joining us for the very first time here at Christway Tabernacle Cathedral, would like to warmly welcome you and would like to invite you to please identify by raising up your hand if you're joining us for the first time. Anyone visiting us? Thank you. Please stand. Please stand if you're joining us for the first time. Thank you. Indeed, you're welcome to Christ's Way Tabernacle, where the Lord himself is building overcomers for tomorrow. Thank you very much for joining with us this morning, stroke afternoon. We trust, indeed, we are convinced that you have been blessed. And we look forward to you being a part of what God is doing in our midst. If you do not have a Bible-believing church, that you are part of. Please complete the visitor's form. There is a form in the pack you've been handed. Please complete it and hand it over to one of the ushers before you leave. And the Lord will bless you richly. I'd like to extend the same warm welcome to anyone who's joining us online for the very first time. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. And we will reach out back to you. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Now, in F, um, would I use the word airline type phase? Can I ask that you fasten your seatbelts? Because I've got about 15 announcements here. But I can assure you there will be no turbulence on the way. I'll try and avoid distractions as much as I possibly can. But I need to alert you that I've got 15 items. Is that okay? So fasten your seatbelts. First off, I'd like to remind us that this evening, 8 p.m., we'll have prayers and communion um, online. Please prepare to join either on Zoom, YouTube, or FCC. And of course, during the course of the week, we'll be having prayers online at 8 p.m. daily. Please note as well that on Tuesday, JTA will be at 7.30 p.m. here, 7th of November, 7.30 p.m. on the 7th of November, here at the cathedral, because the ark has moved back here. Last week, the ark was sitting and resting at Bethesda. I can assure you, it was still there this morning, because we had a wonderful time this morning. It was still there. The ark was there, and um, it moved with mommy when she was coming. No, it's, it's somehow, some of it still stayed there, you know, this sort of thing. Okay, just, just, I said no distractions. Did I promise myself no distractions? I'll try, I'll try. I'm learning. 
I'm learning. Praise the Lord. So please note that 7.30 p.m. JTA, we're meeting here. Now, on Wednesday, we'll be having Bible study. And that's at 7 p.m. Bible study. We're back. We've had a couple Give of weeks or so. Uh, of break. So we'll have a time of reflection. And then we'll go into the new theme in the book of Psalms that the, that the Lord will, has laid on the heart of mommy. So please come prepare to share and uh, reflect on what the yeah, Lord has taught us over the last, um, at the last meeting. You know, of course, on Friday, on Friday, on Friday, on Friday the 10th, we'll be having praise night. Now, I don't know what you have planned for Friday, but whatever it is, if it doesn't involve being here at the cathedral from around about 7.30 p.m., please change because this is where it's happening on Friday. And it's going to be a tremendous time, I can assure you, because you need to come with an expectant heart because we'll be here to celebrate the gift of God in our midst and in our generation, the person of Apostle A.T.B. Williams. It's a unique opportunity because we want to celebrate him even as much as we celebrate himself, as we celebrate mommy, as we want to celebrate them whilst they're with us. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying they're going anywhere pretty Bless soon. I'm only simply saying to us that we need to learn the art of thanksgiving. The art of thanking God. And because as we do that, as we do that, what happens? Heaven's open. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we'll be here to celebrate the gift of God in our midst. For those who don't know it, a long time ago, Apostle used to go off during his birthday. He would go on mission trips. And we had to stop the mission trips, not because we don't love missions, but we said the mission should be here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I think around about the second or third, after about two or three years, we have had tremendous testimonies each praise night. Blessed be. Yours will be one of it this Friday. Invite friends, invite family, and the Lord bless Blessed. you each day as you do that. Youth meeting will be in person on Saturday, the 11th of November, and it will be here at the cathedral at 2 p.m. The topic for the youth deliberations is image and identity. Now, I'm going to say this. I said it briefly. Please permit me this distraction. I once had a man say, I don't understand my son. He doesn't listen to me. I'll repeat that. I once had a man say, I don't understand my son. He doesn't listen to me. Many would know there's something wrong with what I've just said. Because if you want to understand someone, you listen to the person. You don't speak and expect to understand. I've said that provocatively. When the youth come back from this meeting on Saturday, I want you parents to sit down with the youth and ask them what they've learned. You want to learn from what they come back with. Because there's a lot of things happening in our generation that most of us are not in tune with. And if we're not in tune, we cannot support. And we don't know how to place our prayers either. You don't know how to intervene. Things happen. I mean, most of us get hide behind, I don't understand technology. Please start to understand it. It's the way things are going to happen. If you don't follow what's going on on TikTok, I don't understand TikTok and... The children have TikTok there. And grandparents, the same goes with you. Praise the Lord. 
So you want to come back. When they come back, you want to sit down and you want to say to them, what have you learned? Please teach me. And listen. Because you would learn a lot. And also you would learn and find out where your children are. Where the youth in your lives are. We need to start to learn to engage more. It's not for daddies and mommies and uncles and aunties to simply bark out orders. You need to know what else they're listening to. Because you only spent a short time with them. And you need to then understand how you direct your prayers. This is a very delicate time. This is a very delicate time. That is the longest distraction I'll have in this announcement. Okay, back to the announcement. I've not forgotten that. Am I still safe? Okay, praise the Lord. Did the youth like that part of it? Did the youth like the fact that I'm asking their parents to listen to them? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, not even bold enough to sort of say, yeah. I mean, I was fortunate. And I, I mean, my mother is not here, but I, she's, she, she was here last week. But I was fortunate. I got to be listened to when I was growing up. I was given the opportunity to talk. I want to know what I know. And if she was here, she would identify that. But it was, not everyone had had that opportunity. Did I say I was stopping the distractions? Okay. I'm trying very hard. Now, on the 17th of November, on the 17th of November, we will hear, we would, at the Bethesda building, be having a service of songs to celebrate the life of Dr. Deacon Dr. Maduka, who passed away in July. And um, the funeral ceremonies themselves or itself will be taking place in Nigeria later in the course of this month. However, would like to continue to support the family and your attendance at the service of songs that will take place at Bethesda building at 7 p.m. on Friday the 17th will be most appreciated and valued. Please continue to pray and support Dickens Beatrice and all the children. They're very, they've been a, a, a tremendous part of the family here at Christ with Tabernacle and continue to be. And the Lord bless you richly as you do that. But please mark this date and the time in your diary. The time is 7 p.m. on Friday the 17th. The workers' dinner this year will be taking place on Sunday the 17th of December. It will be at the Hilton Wembley. Price per person is held at pre-COVID rates. I don't know when last you went to the supermarket, but I'm certain that the litre of milk is not costing the same as it cost in 2018. Any takers? Yes? But the price we're contributing towards our Christmas dinner as workers has been held at pre-COVID rates. And as usual, coaches will be made available for those who would like to benefit from traveling together as a group at nil cost to you who are traveling. Now, please listen to this carefully. All leaders and workers are required to attend. If you're unable to do so, please get in touch with your heads 
or your head of department and provide the reasons for your absence. So you are voting yourself out rather than in. Oh, I didn't say I was coming is not the issue. You are in and your name is on the list unless you're saying to your head of department, I wouldn't be there and you would need to give the reasons why you would not be in attendance. Spouses and all of, of workers, spouses of workers are welcome to attend, but please note that we've not managed to secure a cost-effective option for children. And I'm requesting all who are affected, if you've got a child who's not a worker, of course, um, and who's, um, I mean, all children, any, any child who's not a worker, it doesn't matter the age, not a worker, um, and they're not a spouse, um, in that instance, we would expect that if they need childcare, please trigger your childcare arrangements. I know you've been nice to the grandparents, and I know you've been nice to uncles and aunties. You can be even nicer still, and I'm sure they would, provided they're not workers themselves in Christ with Tabernacle, they will joyfully help you look after the children at that time. It is important, please, that you make all efforts to attend. So, by saying what I've just said, I'm just reminding us that saying to your head of department, I cannot arrange childcare, is not a valid reason for not attending. We only do this once a year, so you've got 12 months notice all the time. Okay. That was the distraction. That was emphasis, by the way. Now, we thank God because the families of Pastor Dr. Chidi S. Ahamefula and Pastor Mrs. Debbie Ahamefula would like us to joyfully announce, of course, and that of Miss Sandra Watt as well, the marriage of their children. And I'd like to warmly invite Deacon Emmanuel Ahamefula to please come forward. Now, so, I mean, hey, Dickie Emmanuel, we know Dickie Emmanuel is Christ's way tabernacle, don't we? Um, and praise the Lord. Sadly, sadly, Sister Nikita, his, his bride, is not able to attend and join us today, but they will be getting married on Monday, the 13th of November, 2023. We covet your prayers and support for the family, but more importantly, we would like you to join the entire family for the Thanksgiving service on Sunday the 19th of November, when we welcome our wife. Praise the Lord. Because, of course, we're going to be picking her up. Picking is wrong. That's the wrong word. We'll be taking her from where she is 
the church she is, the church family she is. And we'll be bringing her over here and we'll be giving her a very warm welcome on that day. So God bless you. Thank you very much, Deacon. Now, we know that a wedding day is one day and we implore us all, as always, to keep praying for marriages and indeed pray for them as well as they embark on this journey that the Lord will prosper the marriage. We can do all the prayers for the wedding day, but it's just one day. It is the marriage. And everyone, we implore your support for our own. Praise the Lord. You'd be glad to hear that I've completed my 15 announcements. But can I ask, please, that after the grace, we do have one very important task to complete. And after the grace, out of oh, women of real destiny. Now, that's not, that wasn't on my list. This is number 16. I don't know how I forgot it. Maybe because we've just finished the Women of Royal Destiny Convention. It's come up on us very, very quickly. And I forgot last week was second. Second, Women of Royal Destiny. Now, this is obvious that I forgot to announce at Bethesda. But I'm certain you'll forgive me, women. On Thursday at 7 p.m., we'll be having a, a women, we, royal we. We, 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 the royal we, you know. We'll be having the Women of Rare Destiny international meeting because it is going to be joined by all those from all over the world um, at 7 p.m. GMT. And the Zoom ID is there. It's the same that we use for our normal Zoom meeting. So don't get confused. Okay? Praise the Lord. But after the meeting today, after the grace, please remain seated. We have one small task that we want to complete as a church. And I'll explain that immediately after the grace. Can I invite us to please rise? The Lord demands a lot from us, and we are royalty. And because we are royalty, we know that it is up to us to ensure that those little foxes and the things that stop us and debar us from entering into God's fullness, we read them of our presence or of our, of, of, in our ways. So as we keep our focus on the Lord and we and I implore us as well to spend time to listen again to the sermon today in your own time. Spend time listening. It's available on YouTube and learn because I'm certain that you've only probably captured about 20% of what was said. It's only when you listen to it again that it makes all the difference so that we'll not make the mistakes that those ahead of us have made. Shall we share the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And the grace as is written in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Now, 
May the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Turn to someone standing next to you and declare to that individual, grace of Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. And declare to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shall we sing our closing hymn, There Shall Be Shards of Blessing. May the Lord bless you.
May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May the Lord God Almighty lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated for a minute or two. Praise the Lord. For a few minutes...